Welcome to Wolfpack Radio. This is your host, Hurricane Ann, and I'm so happy to have you tune in with us this evening. I am here tonight with Joseph Bernard, who is my partner in crime, who I was on radio with for years at Resistance Radio, and now he's with Mega News Network. I think I'll change the name again. And also, I'll let him tell y'all, we have a special guest, Bev Reagan, a really good friend of ours from Australia. And I hope y'all can hear me because I actually got kicked off the show. Can anyone hear me? Or are y'all still in the green room? Hello? Okay, it looks like my guests are still in the green room, but um, hang on one second. Aha. Can y'all hear me now? I heard of me. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I'll yeah. Did y'all hear anything I said while ago? Sorry, haircut. Okay, hang on one second. Yeah, just give me one second. I'm having a little bit of technical problems. Just give me one second to figure out how to get this phone off the speakerphone, and then um, I'll be good to go. One second. <laughs> Sorry to be so unprofessional, uh, but I got—I haven't been on the air in a long time, and I got kicked off for a second. And I was going to say, second. I was going to say, if I was on my computer, I could be in the room with you. Take me off. Take you off. Everyone can hear you. Okay, I had my husband's phone, and I cannot figure it out. Sorry about the unprofessionalism. Let's just start over, okay? Let's just start over. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Wolfpack Radio. This is your host, Hurricane Ann, and I'm so happy to have you here tonight with my co-host and uh, fellow partner in crime, Joseph Bernard, and a special friend of ours, uh, Bev Reagan from Australia, New South Wales, Australia. And uh, sorry about the problem. Hi. How are you guys doing? Yeah, can yeah, I hear there? Okay, I'm gonna put Joseph on me for one second. And Bev, let me see if I can hear you better. Can I hear you better now? Yes, yeah, say the mic. Oh, okay, that's a little bit better. Okay, had a little bit of a vi- uh, vibration there and an echo. Um, after I get through talking to you, then I'll put myself on mute and let Joseph ask you some questions, but we're picking up some echoes. So, Bev, sorry about all the confusion. This is what happens when you don't go in the air for months and months and months at a time. You get a little bit rusty. So, Bev, here you are in New South Wales. And first of all, let me let you all know that Bev is a really good friend of mine, and for you guys who follow the show, you're probably very familiar with Beverly, and you, so y'all know I went up there and stayed like a month with her uh, in New South Wales, and I just love it there, and I've been so worried about you. Bev, tell me what is going on. Oh, don't know. Bloody shocking what's going on. Um, as of Monday, any Vax people will be in lockdown. They're letting the Vax release to a certain degree. Um, but I don't think that's going to last long. I don't believe the vaccine. You know, it'll be like England. They'll let them out for a while and then they'll rein them in again. 
but we've got about a month and three quarters until the unvaxxed are released on the 1st of December. But until then, yeah, we're allowed to go to supermarkets and banks and whatever establishment takes both. Uh, basically, it's it's still the same thing as unvaxxed as what it, it was before lockdown. Um, I can travel to my, where I, my family are, about an hour and a half from here. Um, but I'm sure there's a certain amount of family that won't allow, allow me to visit because I'm unvaxxed, which is ridiculous. Yeah. You do got some of those... Um in your family. Yes, and that <laughs> Yes. So, um, uh, are you, um, so all of New South Wales is under lockdown, okay? Is, uh, is Melbourne, so Melbourne's still under lockdown, but they've been under lockdown the longest, haven't they? Uh, anybody? Yeah, the longest city in the world. I've yeah. got a, actually I'm got a nephew in, I've got a nephew in Melbourne, and he went to, the rally where they were at the Shrine of Remembrance and the police were um, firing rubber bullets at them. But prior to going to the Shrine of Remembrance, he went to, to Macca's, McDonald's, and these idiots were carrying on, like pork, pork chops, and um, about half an hour later, he went for a walk with his dog down to the try to remember it, only to find out that the idiots that were playing up in McDonald's were changing into police uniforms. So they're, they're trying to make us so look they crazy. They weren't real police? They were police. Oh, okay. Hey, let me uh, get Joseph on real quick. Uh, hope, hopefully, I'm going to put myself on mute for just a second so that way we don't echo, okay? Hey Joseph, sorry hey, about that. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot. Okay. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot this going on. I also got a cousin up there in Melbourne as well. I do got relatives up there in Australia and everything. And what I've been hearing too is the corruption of the prime the so called Prime Minister there that she's getting ousted and everything pretty soon. But, Beverly, I got to tell you, you guys, you know, with the writing and everything I've been seeing, too, you know, if you guys keep that up and just join forces, you can actually win it, you know, and everything. But what's yeah. going on with that? Because they did do some big, they have found a lot of that on the Internet. So they're not really showing too much with the protesting and everything. So what's going on with that, too? Oh, my they just gone crazy, the coppers. They're, they're actually not Victorian police. They're, they've got to be UN police because they've got a mark on them. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's a black a black spider. And that's not Australian police. Right. Well, they're I told you last police. week. Right. Now, I told you last week, you know, you guys do outnumber the cops and the police down there, and, you know, and, and, it's, and of course they're going to call the U.N. in. And there's the, what they're going to try to do here in the United States pretty soon because 
they're trying to collapse the police system, the healthcare system, and everything with these mandates they got going on. That's what this is designed to do. Then they're going to call you in. Yeah. Well, hey, we've um, seen a lot of a lot of rallies with ahead. people losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. This is worldwide. This is worldwide, yeah. everybody. I mean, everybody all around the world is losing their jobs. They either get the jab or lose your job. And this is Listen, what is known as was, total control. I, I was reading this article, which, you know, I don't give a – I don't know how good a source this is, uh, to be honest with you, but I found this article uh, when I was looking to see what was going on in Australia, and I wanted to read it to you. It's real short, but it's kind of interesting. It says uh, it's from, uh, let's see, Australian News from the uh, Janet uh, Justine Landis Hanley from the. Uh, oh, I keep up. I'm not that. sure. That's I'm not even sure which. Uh, is it? The Guardian, yeah, The Guardian. It says Victoria's COVID infections have dropped slightly with Melbourne's 246-day lockdown to become the world's longest on Tuesday. And while New South Wales recorded a substantial drop in local COVID-19 cases on Sunday, the state continued to see a rise in COVID-related hospitalizations and deaths. Blah, 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 okay? I'm going to skip on down, okay? Mm-hmm. So basically what it all boils down to is they have all these numbers. They're playing these number games to confuse people, right? It says Victoria reported – uh, 1,220 new locally acquired chronic cases on Sunday, down from 1,488 the previous day, and three deaths. A man in his 50s, a woman in her 70s, a man in his 80s. See how they're trying to confuse me with all the numbers, right? Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews mm-hmm. says there were 476 people in the hospital across the state with 98 people in intensive care and 57 on ventilators. Of those, only 5% are fully vaccinated. But if you keep on reading and go all the way down after they play all these number games to try to manipulate people, uh, it said 51.9% of those age 16 and over in Victoria are fully vaccinated, while 82.6 have now received at least one dose. So out of all those numbers, 82, so that means only 18% haven't had at least one dose, right? Mm-hmm. So 82% of all those people saying. have had at least one dose, but hang on one second, Joseph, hang on one second. And so then it goes on to say uh-huh. uh, out of the uh, – they're bragging because it went down from 667 uh, from 813. But uh, it goes on to say it has more numbers, more numbers where they try to confuse people on here. It goes, however, 10 people had died, uh-huh. two in their 50s, four in their 60s, two in their 70s, and two in their 80s. See how they're manipulating with these numbers? Uh, these four people were not vaccinated. Four had received one dose, and two were fully vaccinated. So in other words, out of a study of 10, so we go into 10, 60% of those had at least one Vaccine or were fully vaccinated. Sixty percent of that. Mm-hmm. So, see how they try to manipulate it. So, sixty percent is we're vaccinated. Right. All right. So they're just playing all these games. I just wanted to bring that to your attention because this is how they're trying to trick people. And this is an Australian news. So, uh, yeah. Right. These, and, and that's what they're doing with these numbers all over uh, Hurricane. Is that the true question is how many were actually murdered in the hospitals that were on the ventilators? Because those. CPAP ventilators are designed to kill. Once you're on yeah. that CPAP, that's it. So how now many were kill, okay, actually so killed on that ventilator machine? Right. Now, you've got New, New South Wales is locked down, right? So I saw that Newcastle is locked down. And uh, hello, Jason, mm-hmm. Karen, I know you're listening. We love you. And then Sydney's locked down, so you got your grandbaby there, right? So you're not getting to go there. So you've got uh, probably Leeton's in lockdown. I also saw Canberra. 
I saw where, uh, and I, I best take me to Canberra. Canberra is really cool, and our friends live there. Hello, Harry, if you're there. Good luck with your yellow vest or whatever you're doing, protesting. I know he's probably doing something. And Dan, hello, everyone. Um, so um, I just meant to I have the best friends there. But uh, she took me to Canberra. We went to a deep underground military base there in the middle of ACT, which is very interesting. But I saw where the, uh, was it the French uh, uh, was coming back. They were coming back to um, Canberra after, they, you know, there was a big to-do about the America giving Australia the submarine, the mm-hmm. nuclear submarine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've told told the French they don't want to build their submarines anymore, and we're going along with you guys in the UK to build nuclear mm-hmm. submarines. And they crack. Uh-oh, but they don't forget how said. many thousands. Hello, of, they don't. Hello, they forget Hello, how many thousands of. of Australian diggers died in France during World War One. Mm-hmm. That's what pisses oh, yeah. me off. So they've got y'all locked down, and when do you think you might come off the lockdown? Well, actually, this area, it's not really in lockdown. I can still go to Leighton. But, um... Yeah, we'll, we'll be in semi-lockdown. We'll still be able to go to the, the bank, to uh, a supermarket, um, and to businesses that aren't biased. Knowing who those are, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, well, I'll be able to hear about the kill people. We're in the news here in America. I'm seeing headlines like that, uh, that the cops killed these people for not wearing a mask in Australia. I mean, is there any truth to that? Oh, I haven't heard that one, culture. mate, but... So that's but, a joker because you're talking about the the mask. There was a light that saw my life, that's for sure. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's... What if, I think they'll let the, the VAC start out with, in a false sense of security and then down the track, they'll rope them back in again like they will ask them we'll be in lockdown again. No? Yeah. What Just crazy. Your, uh, little FEMA camp? Are they talking about doing any kind of... Uh, FEMA camps. I heard that they were. I even heard that they were going to vaccinate the children there without y'all's permission. Is that true? No, I haven't heard I that saw one, videos mate, of that. I actually saw videos of that where they were... Yep. They're building them. No, I, I, yeah, I actually saw videos of that were coming out of Australia where they were forcing themselves into people's homes and taking their kids and vaccinating them against their will, and the kids fight them. Oh, I haven't seen anything like that, mate. That. that was, but I believe that was in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Melbourne. Melbourne, I Yeah, that'd that. be right. Mm-hmm. That, thought, that state sold out to China years ago. Right, and, you know, Australia is China, China owns Australia. Um, pretty much. And so, um, you know, Bev, this whole journey that I've been on with this China, Long Beach, all the ports, and anyone who's watched my videos knows that I'm obsessed with this, and you got me started on that journey. And now we're seeing, you know, all of our ports uh, being held up by pretty much by China. They're saying it's because of a employee shortage, which is BS. You know that. But uh, 
so they're trying to start a bunch of crap here with uh, our imports and uh, a financial collapse, I think. They're starting, trying to start crap with Taiwan. And I saw where uh, the Australian people were notified that there's a really good chance that y'all may actually go to war with China because you're allies with uh, Taiwan. But I also, yeah. the video I saw, uh, your leader was saying that you would be depending on America a whole lot. I wouldn't hold my breath too much with that with uh uh, Beijing Joe in no. charge of the uh, install no. there. No, Biden wouldn't be there. Biden won't be there for us. Yard is free. You have to depend yeah. almost all on imports. China owns your port of Darwin and uh, and that other port. Is it Melbourne? Or is it Mer- Melbourne and Darwin? I think so. I'm not sure where the other one is. Yeah, was. that's but, right. Uh, yeah. Melbourne, right? And so, um, or Mate, was it had, I can't remember what port we've had they bloody But they own all your farms. We've had. And y'all are counting on all yeah. these uh, imports? You're screwed, Bev. Y'all are screwed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. But we've even had ships come into Sydney Harbour, load up with load up with uh, baby milk, and, and the darling government didn't even welcome them. They reckon they didn't know about it. Fuck all. They didn't See, know and about the it. Wow. What she's talking about with this baby milk, let me tell you what's going on. We buy almost all of our baby milk from China. China's baby milk is crap, okay? And China doesn't want mm-hmm. to use their diapers or their baby formula on their babies because they know it's crap and has stuff in it that probably has causes cancer and everything else, allegedly. I might as well throw that in. So what they do is they go over to Australia, and they buy Australia's baby formula and Australia's diapers, and they take them out of the country, and then Australia doesn't have any. And they're paying astronomical costs. Mm-hmm. Ours are using crappy China ones. You know, mm-hmm. this is how they rock. This is how they rock and roll. This is how China is. You know. And here's here's a confirmation that we we got through uh, Virgil and myself. I got a nephew that works in docking ports up in uh, up in California, and what's going on with that is China has ordered the, the ship captains not to load their cargo unless they're paid twenty seven thousand dollars per container at front cash. Yeah. They were ordered. That's in Haven't you got about uh, thirty-five container ships off off California waiting to dock? More than that. Mm-hmm. More than that. And they just—I think the anchor just hit one of the pipelines going uh, not far from Long Beach, right there. But hey, listen, I just got mm-hmm. a message from my brother Bear. Big shout out to Bear Haney. Um, he says they took twenty-five thousand children from schools in Australia to a sports complex and forced vaccinated them without parental consent or knowledge. That's a fact. The Prime Minister said on TV the parents did not oh my oh God, no wait, I got it back on. Did not need to know. So you haven't heard about that, Beverly? I have heard about it, but I haven't heard of anyone who's it's happened to. But who knows uh, what's going on. Well, you know, and people don't understand how huge Australia is. So just down the road, mate, so you run down the road, but that's, you know, two or three hours. I mean, you think Texas is big. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, Australia is huge, it's huge, okay? It's just huge. I mean, that mm-hmm. wore me out while I was there. I was just exhausted, all right? Well, so actually, if, yeah. If, yeah. If, communication. Yeah. if you overlap Australia onto America. Sorry? Say it again. That's why we, that's why we call it the Australia. over America. Mm-hmm. If you over oh, yeah. I mean, America, we're about the same size as America. Right. We've only got a population of about 26 million. 
I really love you guys, but you know, the fact that y'all call us Yankees is just un freaking forgivable, okay? And no offense, Yanks, but you know, we're not Yankees. I know y'all call us Yanks, and I know that's the, you know, all over the world y'all call us Yanks, but we're not Yanks. We're Southerners in Texas. Yeah, I know. Just for the record. So, anyways, <laughs> I just had to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Raging over there, uh, Dev. I mean, if they are forcing these vaccines on these children without parents, everything that happens in Australia is a blueprint for what's going on in, in America. And a while back, my brother had contacted me. And, uh, there you go again, Bear Haney. Hey, big shout out, Bear Haney. He had told me, you need to do a show on the, the pharmacies and pharmaceuticals. This is where the news is at. You know, this is what's going on. And he's exactly right. Because it all boils down to pharmaceuticals, big money, big pockets that are aligned with the deep state on this pandemic, you know? Right. And this control. Everything that happens in Australia happens that yard, like the, the test tube, the little guinea pigs, you know? And when I was there, yeah, I saw a $35 pack of cigarettes and a $100 bottle of whiskey. My brother would commit suicide if he had to pay for that, for beer and whiskey and the, uh, uh, cigarettes at that cost. Oh, my Lord. And the gas, the petrol, Lord have mercy. It was, and the meat. I remember you picked up that thing of meat, and you go, hi, mate. What do you think about this for the Barbie? And my mouth just hit the floor, and I said, are you joking, Beverly? I said, we call that a bite. Those aren't individual steaks. Those are bites. Yeah. You know, I was horrified. Remember? Y'all's food is so tiny. Like, I almost starved to death yeah. there. And the sodas, everything. It's so little. And that's what's coming here is shrinkflation, you know, with the inflation and the shrinkflation. We get smaller amounts or a higher amount of money. But uh, I guess uh, I don't know what they're going to do there with y'all's economy, but I do know that they are uh, – those are exactly right about these uh, Long Beach is blocked up, and it's ports all over the world. And it's not an employee shortage, okay? But what you have to remember is right now what we're seeing uh, – now, I don't know what they're doing with reports there with y'all's food and your stuff coming in. I haven't been able to research that yet, but, but here. So they're, they're saying that we're going to have a big shortage and that we're going to need to start prepping. And my brother's done a great job. We're pretty much on the same page. Right now we're working on some sat phones. And we've been prepping up on generators, air conditioners, and dehydrated foods and mm-hmm. things that we need. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. what's really going on is it's not – you remember all the videos I did on China and on the port of Long Beach? And if you remember, that's a subterranean, big subterranean opening that most people don't know about underneath Long Beach, underneath the port of Long Beach. It goes all the way up into the west, all, all under uh, mm-hmm. Los Angeles, all kinds of underground tunnels. It goes all up into the west. And if you want to go onto Wolfpack Radio on YouTube and look at these videos, you'll see what I'm talking about. And so you have all these container ships bought, you know, parked out here in like three or four different stages, you know. You have to remember Long Beach Port is also right beside the Los Angeles Port and then also right by Seal Beach, you know, for the Navy, uh, the Navy Seals. So um, they just have them stacked up. Well, they could easily take these little submarines from these container ships that go down into water and go right into that opening underneath the port of Long Beach, okay? We don't know what's actually going on there. A lot of people think that they have – the Chinese are stacked up in these container ships for an invasion, but if you watch my video, Watch the Water, on YouTube, you'll see that the beginning of Clinton, he gave China the port of Long Beach, and Bush didn't stop him, and Obama sold it to him. And then Trump came in and forced them to sell the port of Long Beach because China owned it. So since 91, they owned or had access, full control of the port of Long Beach, the second biggest container port in the world. So they've had mm-hmm. years to bring in all the Chinese they want, all the weapons they want, 
all the club caves they want, all the container homes they want, everything. There's so much stuff underground in, in America. You have, most of you have no idea. These vast subterranean ancient caverns and modern-day railroads and deep underground military bases. It's crazy. So there could already be millions of there, not counting our national forests, which we already have access to, but UN does, okay? So while everybody's thinking, oh, well, they're going to invade us from the, the, the ships that are off Long Beach, it's kind of like what they did before. Look here, look here, Russia. Don't look here, China. So I'm like, look here, look here, Long Beach, container ships. Don't look here, Finger Lakes up in Michigan and all around New York, okay? They had all these earthquakes happening mm-hmm. recently. These were all the uh, elite, like all these, uh, Hunter Biden even has a tattoo of these Finger Lakes on his back. And there's all these earthquakes recently that happened there from these tunneling. And China's all staged up there on that northern border to Canada. So if anything, they're coming in from the East Coast, mm-hmm. just like I talked about in my China video. You know? Well, so, then, we're if you guys want to know, <laughs> right? And if yeah. you guys want to know where the real estate is going to come from our northern borders, I mean, we got 400,000 or 200,000 Haitians coming in now. Okay. And they are actually. And there are actually soldiers. There are Haitian soldiers, and this is confirmed by one of Russell's friends up in Texas. Uh, he lives no, in one of the towns in there. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is confirmed. And 400,000, you're exactly correct, uh, uh, Haitians coming up from the southern border. Mm-hmm. But what most people aren't reporting, and, uh, and I hate to get off the subject of Australia, but see, for months and months and months and months and months, our government has been flying in illegals from Honduras. Colombia, Panama, all these mm-hmm. uh, uh, Central American countries, and bringing them in and flying them in and putting them on their uh, – they had these, like, FEMA camps set up on all these uh, military bases. They're, they're huge, okay? They've mm-hmm. spent millions of dollars on these tent cities, all right? And they're also bringing in these thousands of Afghans. So what they're basically doing is they're mm-hmm. filling up these certain bases are filled with thousands. See, this has been going on for months and months and months. If you follow Monkey Works U.S. on uh, YouTube, I'm also a Patreon with him. He's from Texas. He's going to uh, school to be a priest, a Lutheran priest, I think. And uh, he's a really good guy. He's not a hope him. He worked with the, he was in the military and with the uh, Department of Defense his whole life, and he just does military spec ops. Okay, mm-hmm. so I've been following him and these flights for years. Also follow the ships and stuff, maritime, all the maritime mm-hmm. traffic. And so you can actually watch these. People coming in and out, in and out, in and out with these giant cargo, and he has people with boots on the ground. He have witnessed most of these are are males fighting age males, not families. So I don't mm-hmm. know what our oh, I do know. You know what they're doing? They're they're going to attack us from within. It's what's going to happen. And right now they're firing oh, yeah. people, and then they're bringing in the UN to work here. And then the UN will be the police. The UN will be the fire. The UN will be the place. And all these new people who they want to give. Free college to all these immigrants will replace all all of us, you know, in the working world. And so, work and work visas too, you know. But these are all these are all trained, even the ones from Cuba and all them. These are Cuban soldiers. And Russell and I talked about this on the show a lot, and this has been confirmed. They're in in that one little town. They're waiting for for the for the word to be given so they can come in and attack. Once they get all these Haitians in. And collapse the system, which they're trying to do. They're trying to weaken our system because, you know, the American people, we do outnumber them with guns. 
you know, and everything. And and so they're going. To, of course, they're going to bring these people on in because our own military is not going to turn against us. Okay, that's why they're coming in to do the dirty work. Prove me wrong. Well. <laughs> you know, and uh, I do live about three hours from the border, and I can tell you there's been so much activity and everything and, and stuff. But um, you know, with the drug cartels, human trafficking, and everything else. And, and stuff, but this is a total, just pay attention because it, the invasion is coming in from the border. That's where the true invasion is coming from. Well, well, that's just one side of it, because hey, you've got top down, bottom up. Mm-hmm. So you've got the southern coming up, you've got the Chinese coming up from the top, from uh, Canada and the mm-hmm. UN coming down, so top down, bottom up, and then smash in the middle because you have to think of all the sleeper cells. We've had eyes on ISIS camps since 2014 in militia, okay? There's been mm-hmm. one by El Paso mm-hmm. and one over by Houston that we were watching since 2014. Not me personally because I wasn't high enough rank about it, but I I was privy to some of the intel. <laughs> and so, you know, they, they're mm-hmm. here, you know, and they've been here. And whenever I went to or I'll give you an example. When I went to uh, Las Vegas in 2012, I told my husband, wow, look at all the subtitles in China. It's all in Chinese. Isn't that weird? Well, then when I went back uh, for a couple of weeks with Betty White, if you're listening, hello, Betty. Uh, hello, Linda, if you're listening. So we were at the uh, – oh, what's the name of that? Bellagio. We were at the Bellagio Smorgas Board, and I said, Betty, I said, just look straight ahead. Don't look to your left. Don't look to your right, but just look straight ahead. Pick a point and just look straight ahead someplace, and just for like 60 seconds, just tell me how many Oriental people you can count. Dude, it was impossible to count. There were so many. Like literally wow. the, East, the West Coast is just pretty much all China now, all right? So there's mm-hmm. so many here, so many here, so many here. So it's not just going to be from the bottom. It's going to be from the bottom. They're going to hit us from all sides. They're going to hit us there. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised that I said in my China video that they would probably hit us as a tactical news on the East Coast causing tsunamis and earthquakes there. So I wouldn't be surprised if they are mostly all the West Coast. That's really what China's interested in is the West Coast. The the East Coast is just mm-hmm. a distraction for them, you know. But uh, they sure like Australia. Mm-hmm. China loves Australia. Uh, they've even rewrote yep. Australian history, saying that they found, they founded China, uh, Australia. Isn't that right, Beverly? <laughs> In those oh, books at the uh, uh, War Center, remember, China rewrote their history, said that they founded Australia. Not why? Not bloody why? Oh wait, that's because y'all sold them the war memorial. They own it. That's why they can peddle their propaganda books, right? Okay. But, you know, we all know that this is all, right? And we all know that this is all for one one world war, for control. That's what all this is about. You know, I mean, it's, it's all over the world right now. Everybody's protesting around the globe and stuff. But, I, you know, I've been preparing like Ann and getting ready and getting stuff that I need together and everything because things things are happening very fast and very rapid right now. And, and everything because they because have to the they have to pick up the sixteen year plan. You know, because Trump screwed up mm-hmm. on the sixteen year plan. 
Exactly. And the other thing is, we got elections coming up in November, and we could disrupt them again and take over Congress, take over the House and the Senate, which is 100% possibly that may happen. This will actually put a damper in our plans. Uh, that's why I don't also really believe rushing that. everything. You believe that? You believe that? You believe I, I am seeing. Actually, I am seeing it. I've actually, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it happen. We can't fix the health in the Until 2020 is fixed, there is no other election. Until our president is reinstated and 2020 is fixed from the installation of this corrupt regime, there has never been a fair election that, in decades. Oh, There's I know. No I know. Now it's and, there are no elections. I'll never I know. Vote again until they fix this crap. Hell no. Right. They're going to fix it. But I'm going to get our the president. We may get Trump back, I and mean, then we may don't get your hopes up. But I've like seen all the audits. I've seen, I'm seeing everything. Maybe too, this is why they're moving very rapidly, and everything because this is all. I mean, everything is blowing up at the same too at the same time. I mean, we got uh, uh, We got uh, everything's being exposed about the vaccines through Project Virtus. I mean, you know, stuff like that. I mean, there. I mean, Project Virtus is on it. I talk to them all the time and everything. So and and stuff. So I mean, wow, it's just a. I mean, I mean, everything's blowing up in their faces. They're trying to bury it, you know. But people, what is amazing in in Beverly is that people around the world are waking up to what's going on. Finally waking up. That's what I'm seeing. Everybody's finally waking up, but it's kind of almost too late. Not these idiot yeah. younger crowds. There's a bunch of idiot younger crowds who are just flat socialists, you know. I wish they'd go spend a, mm-hmm. a, a year in Australia <laughs> and, then, and then tell me how, how they like socialism because when I was there, but, my Australian yeah. husband – that's a joke, by the way. I don't really have an Australian husband, but it's a long story, but Graham is my Australian husband because he pranked his children, and he said that he met yeah. James. <laughs> fell in love with her, ran off, and got married, and eloped, and we pranked his kids. Uh, and they literally – they hang up on me. I went, hello, mate. I'm your new mom. And they're like, click, hang up on me. So <laughs> it's a long story. It's funny as hell. <laughs> so anyway, so we went to – they held a really big Barbie. They held this really badass Barbie, uh, Harry did, and Dan did for us in uh, Canberra. And uh, they had Australian flags and American flags and Texas flags. I mean I felt like a rock star. They literally treated me like a rock mm-hmm. star there. It was awesome. But you know, he didn't drink. My Australian pretend husband did not drink the whole time, and I wondered why. Well – because they don't have due process. So when we left, we just got pulled over by a copper. Well, they don't even have to have a reason to stop you. And they walk over and just breathalyzed him. And Bev and you know, Graham were acting like, oh, it's no big deal. Well, if they wanted to, they could drug test him, swab him right there on the spot for no reason. They didn't have a reason to stop it. They just wanted yep. to. They don't have to have a reason because they're socialists. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty, and again, well, what about that $100? No what about that guy? That pizza you paid for a hundred dollars. I never will forget that. Hundred seven, hundred dollars for mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's like two little bitty tiny pizzas. Those pizzas we bought in Australia were like a hundred and seven, hundred and fifteen dollars for like two or three of those little bitty pizzas. Those tiny pizzas. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. You know, oh yeah. We're gonna be paying that here, here in America. Hang on one second. Please, please, Go ahead, Beverly. I'm saying you wouldn't want to live down here. It's too bloody expensive. I'm paying fifty well, bucks for a packet of thirty up uh, thirty smokes now. 
And you wrote your own, right? Sorry? When I was there, you wrote your own cigarettes. You had, like, beaglers, or, you know, we call them beagler in America. Yeah. You wrote your own. Yeah. You had loose tobacco. Yeah. And you're paying $50 yeah, for a little bag of, of 30 Yeah, wow. a, a packet of Rollies lasts me about three days. But a packet of Tyler Maids, you're paying 50 bucks for 30. Mm-mm-mm. And it Have you ever heard this saying, year. I hate to be like a Debbie Downer, but have you ever heard this saying, bend over and kiss your ass goodbye? Because if y'all go to war with China, I worry for y'all. Uh, how are you going to get yeah. supplies there with them owning all your their farms? With them uh, blocking down the ports, you know, I just I'm really worried about I'm really concerned about how you're going to get products to in Australia, you know, Ugh. and and the That's things that y'all really need. Right. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Joseph back on, but he kept uh, y'all kept talking over each other, so I had to mute him for a second. But uh, what else What else is going on in Australia before we take our break? Uh, is there anything else that you want to tell us that's happening? Yeah. There? We just gone through a lot of shit. I don't know when. I'll be just looking forward to the first of December when we're not in lockdown as much as what we will be from Monday. You know. So is Monday? Is it getting worse on Monday or better on Monday? Worse for the unvaxxed. It'll be good for the the vaxxed because they can do whatever they want, basically. So uh, on Monday, so like right now, you can drive to Leeton an hour, hour and a half to Leeton, see your mom or whatever. But come Monday, yeah. because you're not vaxxed, if your neighbor's vaxxed, they can go to Leeton, but you can't. Because I'll you're not vaxxed. I'll still be able to go to Leeton, but I won't be able to to go to a lot of places. Because what I'm if va- you want to go vaxxed. to uh, the movies? The airport, the casino? No. No movies, no pub, no nothing. I'll be able to go to the I'll be able to go to the supermarket and other places that aren't biased to unvaxxed. So it's a lot of staying at home, mate. Do you got your little star that you wear on your arm, like the Jews, or what? No, I may as well. Like the Nazis made the Jews do? Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably get, bring something out like that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, that's really bad. Overseas air travel starts in November for the Vax. Wait, <coughs> November? Wow. We ain't going anywhere. No. Welcome to the world of the Nazis, everybody. That's what, it, what it's about, really. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing's happening in America. I mean, you know, they're pushing the same agenda like New York, the bigger cities and everything. You can't get nowhere unless you're vaccinated. And if you're unvaccinated, they want the vaccinated people to be scared to death of you. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but when we see through it, and we know what's going on and everything here. 
But Beverly, I could tell you right now, inflation is so high. We might be paying a hundred bucks for a piece of fortune all <laughs> the way things are going up here. Woo. You know, right, right yeah, now, gas I well, just bought gas today. Mm-hmm. Half petrol. And what's gas? 50. We pay $1.52 for a litre of gas, and there's three point something, about three and a half litres in a gallon. Wow. That's about what we're paying here. About three, yeah. right now, we were paying about two, two ninety, and about two days ago. I just bought gas today. And believe it or not, in three forty-five a gallon for gas right now up here in New Mexico. So it's about four bucks a gallon. Yeah, mm-hmm. but right. you said that you're paying. You're paying for the how many liters in a gallon? Three and a half. Yep. And how how much is your gas per liter? Dollar fifty. A dollar fifty. So a dollar fifty. That's. Uh, three, four fifty, five twenty-five. So that's about five twenty-five a gallon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, wow. And, it's, and the further out west you go, the dearer it gets, because they've got to pay for transport to get the petrol out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. How that sounds like California Right. You were talking earlier about these cops. That are stopping on out. Before we had seen the Chinese police in Australia last year, remember? And then we saw the UN. We saw the UN police in Australia, also in the last couple of years. But now you're saying you're seeing something that they have like black spiders on their uniforms. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, on the some of the uniforms we, I've seen, and they're not Australian police. They're not Australian. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones firing the rubber bullets. What, what the hell are they? Who no. are they? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, mate. I'd say they're some sec- private security companies that are... I don't know. Yeah, I saw reports. I saw reports about that where they actually killed somebody with a rubber bullet, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking probably in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple shot in Melbourne that died from rubber bullets. Wow. So I'm thinking it's probably United Nations in, uh, or uh, it's probably doing all that too, you know, and everything. Yeah. But There was a 70-year-old wow. woman who was pushed over and she died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's all gone down. That's sad. We had our own but little... Of course, America only cares about people like George Floyd, you know? <clears throat> we had Say our own little silent protest the other day. Not that it did much. Mm-hmm. I can't even get to Sydney or Melbourne for any of these protests if I wanted to join them. But y'all had one in Wagga, didn't you? A protest in Wagga? Yeah, but it was a silent protest. We were all dressed in white and just held up signs to people. There was only about 100 of us there, but not bad for the size of Wagga. Could have been more. 
Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. No, you they aren't listening. They put, they portray us as the the rebels. Did you go to the rally? Yeah, yeah, last Friday. Awesome. Yeah, but I can't put yeah, it on Facebook. Great. I'm banned again. I'm banned again on Facebook, so I can't put that up. I I found an article that said that uh, that on some of the demonstrations, uh, I think in Victoria, that the people said that the police acted like goons. I'm reading a quote: "Acted like goons, were dressed in black, and didn't have the Australian logo on their uniforms." Uh, this statement yeah. was made in support of its claim the force had been privatized. And was being governed by the, governed by the global NGOs. That'd be right. That's probably what they, mm-hmm. probably what that sign was on the cop uniforms. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah and I'm they are at good. Some of these, Look, uh, you know, as I, as I said earlier, you know, my nephew's gone into Macca's and there was these blokes carrying on like dickheads. You know, and then half an hour later, here they are down at the Shrine of Remembrance dressing into cop uniforms. Mm. Sounds like the United Nations in the world. They're not going to be... There's there's a lot of court cases going on. There's a lot of court cases going on. What are they suing for? No, they're trying to trying to stop the mandate. Um, I think Daniel Andrews is up for um, crimes against humanity. The Premier of Victoria. Oh yeah. Yeah. For what? What do you, what do you supposedly do? So we with what he's doing to the Victorian people. You know, the, at these rallies. Using bloody rubber bullets against them. Good. I'm glad they're trying to do something, anyways. You know. I think yeah. that's what uh, Joseph was talking about when he first got on. I didn't really know what he was talking about. But I did read where uh, mm-hmm. there was this uh, guy, uh, oh, uh, Sky News, and uh, Chris Kinney from Austria. And uh, let me see if I can find it on the article. Hang on one second. It said. Uh, he said Australia needs premiers who have a bias towards freedom instead of paranoid authoritarians. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You know, that's what they are, paranoid authoritarians, yeah. right? Man, yeah. That guy called it. That's, called how, that. <laughs> that's how communists are. They're afraid of you. So, What's that? so it looks like the world is going to end and that we're all going to probably die and be taken over by China, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. I really think, no. I really believe that we will get our president back and that this is going to have a good ending, but it may be hard to see that right now, but I, I just have to believe that because of the research that I've done, I'm I'm fairly convinced that President Trump has a lot more – You know, recently some people uh, – that were discharged from the army and taking their jacks and they got their discharge papers. It was signed by President Trump. Do you think that's a little strange? You know? Well, yeah. there's a lawsuit going on with that too right now. I know that Marjorie Green had uh, started up a lawsuit, her and another congressman for the military 
uh, that's going through that. So, and then Margaret Green started a mocking means all actually for all those that are losing their jobs, you know, and everything too. So that's I'm glad she's right doing now. that, but why isn't she called for an audit? Why isn't she called for a forensic audit? Lynn Wood called her out on they that. They have. And wanted to know why. Actually, 50 states. calling for an audit. She has. She has. Uh, 50 states have already called for a forensic audit in the voting already. Even New Mexico has called for an audit. And right now, there are a bunch of states that have said they need to decertify these votes because they're finding all kinds of fraud right now, Ann. All kinds. So we'll get him back, but here's the thing with that. These the lives we'll are not going to do that very easily. Right. All right. But I need to All take right. a break because I'll... I have to go uh, take my dogs outside real quick. But uh, I'm going to play a couple of songs. So if y'all want to just go get some coffee or stretch your legs out, we'll be back in about five and a half minutes. And Bev, this okay. y'all just put your phones. I'll just mute y'all so you don't have to worry about it. Okay. So, hey, I'll be. I'm going to cut.
Have you seen Donald Trump? Do you think he should step in? China is asshole. China is asshole. China is asshole. China is asshole. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Donald Trump don't trust China.
Hi, and welcome to Wolfpack Radio. This is the second part of our show tonight where we are featuring Bev Reagan from New South Wales, Australia, talking about their lockdown and the facts versus the unbacks. And also I have my former partner in crime from Resistance Radio, Joseph Bernard, who was the host. I was his co-host for many, many, many years uh, as we covered all of Obama's reign of terror. And here we are again tonight with our dear friend, Bev. And before we start the show, I just wanted to talk uh, for a brief second and give a special shout-out to not only our some of our favorite listeners, like my brother, Bear, and my, my mother, who always listen to the show, but uh, a former co-host of ours, Ron Eichels, who was a dear friend of ours who we lost. We also a uh, special guest and good friend of ours who is always on our show, uh, Patriot LaVoy Finnecum, who has also been lost now, and our most favorite fan and most dedicated fan, Johnny Dempsey, who never missed an episode that I was on on Wolfpack Radio or Resistance Radio ever, and we recently lost him a few years ago. So this is my first show and that I've done without uh, without Johnny listening to it and being in the background texting me and saying, hey, turn up the volume or turn it down. So it was really nice that my brother kind of did that for me tonight because I was a little bit lost without Johnny, but I just wanted to give a just a little nod to him up in heaven and let you know that if there's a podcast up in heaven, which I know there is, I know you're listening to Wolfpack Radio, and I hope that God does not hear our cussing. But, you know, the election, everybody's cussing now. What can I say? Let me put Joseph and Deb from Australia back on, and here's Joseph. Hey, hey. Boy, I tell you what, yeah, I, I miss Johnny. I miss talking to Johnny a lot. I just, we were, you and I were talking about him earlier and stuff. But you know, we changed the show from Resistance to Wolverine now and everything. So, but uh, but I tell you, and what I was going to say earlier is that you know these lights aren't going to give up easily. They're going to fight tooth and nail to not lose power and everything. So, yeah. Just need to be ready for that. It's got to get ugly before it gets better, you know. Oh, it's definitely going to get a lot worse. I'm I'm pretty sure of that. Now, let me set Bev back on. Mm-hmm. And if y'all just wait a second, y'all keep talking over each other. So just if you'll wait just a second in between. So oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> here's that, Bev. All right. Chinese asshole. <laughs> that probably pissed off a lot of people. So I like it. <laughs> Do you like that song? Oh, yeah. I like it. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Yeah. Did you hear that song, Chinese asshole? <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> I knew you would like it because y'all, your songs in Australia are so raw. And our friend Sharon, she used to get so mad because I guess Bev and I are like the rednecks or something. Say the C, D, N, T word, which is a very bad word in America, but a very funny word in Australia, which I enjoyed saying it very much in Australia. And uh, listening to our music and to most of the songs, right? A lot of our songs that we listen to. <laughs> so <laughs> most of them, Sharon didn't. Sharon got all mad at us. I blocked her, though. So there you go. I miss her. I've got one that's even worse. I always want to play it, but I'm always afraid people are going to get too offended. But it, it's my favorite song. I'm going to play it for just a second, okay? Just I'll just play it for just about a minute, and I'll turn it off. I know I'll probably oh, yeah. have the haters on this one. Hang on one second. A message to – have you seen Donald Trump? Do you think he should step in? 
there's no way it didn't hit the right. It didn't, that wasn't it. The one that I w- wanted to play, and I guess I recorded the wrong one because it says China, na 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 na, and it's like China, and then it's like Donald Trump, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, I shouldn't even say it, but it's like a China, and then 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 I grabbed their vagina. <laughs> Oh, it's freaking hilarious, okay? Only you, man, only you. It's really funny. It's a funny song. So, And if you, <laughs> anyone who follows me know that I'm obsessed with China and their plan to dominate, or like my first video says, China, the real Game of Thrones, their plan to dominate the world. And I laid out a perfect plan where they have bought so many of these ports and they – Maintain this complete maritime chokehold on every, uh, mm-hmm. they own every one of the chokeholds, the maritime chokeholds, the strategic one on both sides of the Panama Canal. All of the seven major maritime chokeholds, China owns the ports at. That is huge, okay? That's huge. I mean, there's a really go to YouTube, to Wolfpack Radio, PHU, Wolfpack, PHU, Hospital Pack Radio. Go watch my China video. Start at the bottom and go up. There's about six videos. Tell the story. Mm-hmm. Find out what's really going on with China and Long Beach and our politicians because, I mean, I was calling out Biden being on the take by China two years ago in that video. So, there's, you know, same thing still going on. <laughs> right. Since I went to Australia, right. it all started in Australia when Bev was nonstop bitching. As soon as I got there, it was just nonstop bitching about China. And I'm like, what, what's going on, Bev, you know? And she's like, oh, my God, you know, they, they bought this airport, and they bought this uh, this port, and uh, and got this, and they bought all these farms. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's China. They bought our ports, you know, and I'm like, I'm like I, don't, I don't think that, you know, foreign countries can buy people's, you know, seaside properties, can they? Well, yeah, they did. So when I came back, I started investigating, and then when I found out what all China owned and what they were actually doing, I was just horrified. And then when I realized that they owned all of America and all of our politicians… And pretty much that they had outplayed us in every way, and our only chance was Donald Trump. And he came in and he checkmated mm-hmm. so many people because the media wouldn't report what was really going on, like the fact that China mm-hmm. owned the port of Long Beach and had control of it since Clinton, Bush, and Obama until President Trump took care of that. That was huge. That was huge, okay? That was mm-hmm. so freaking huge. And then they had another port, which was in the uh, Atlantic which was right off of Florida, and it was a deep submarine base, naval base that China has. And this little island is right outside of Florida. And this hurricane came, Doreen, and literally sat on that island for like 24 hours. It went to Epstein Island, and then it went to that little island where the China had their submarine base. That could have inflicted a lot of damage on our east coast by them having this very strategic location with a deep sea, mm-hmm. deep submarine base right there. You know, a lot of people don't understand how that's insane, okay? And isn't that kind of weird right. how that hurricane just destroyed her? Crazy. So, right? And, yeah. Uh, you know, they, look at all the farmlands they own here in the United States as well. I mean, we reported on that, you and I, and yeah, not too long ago. And everything, you know, they're buying, buying and buying all this stuff. But basically, too, you know, I've been keeping up uh, with China and everything with with their finance. They're actually going bankrupt right now because they're buying too much. 
They're going bankrupt. That's why they're holding these cargo ships and everything to have cash up on hand and stuff. A lot of their stocks that's only hurting them. Well. That's only hurting them. If they don't get mm-hmm. paid for the all the stuff that they're exporting, if they can't get their imports in, they're losing money. So by the container ships mm-hmm. not being loaded, it won't be that cost in China money because they depend on these – or supposedly depend on these exports to us, right? Mm-hmm. 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 So – and not only that, but I heard – I think it was yesterday where they lost their evergreen – I believe evergreen? Evergreen. They lost their contracts and everything ever because given. their stock market – Ever given. Yeah, yeah, every, yeah, that's, that's the one. They lost their stock. Mm-hmm. And they, that collapsed. They got behind their underpants. So guess what? That got repossessed. China doesn't own it anymore. Because they were saying that if the ever given collapse, if it does collapse, that it would could collapse like huge parts of the Chinese economy because it's so huge. And they were mm-hmm. also, I believe, involved in those Chinese uh, – uh, shadows, secret cities that didn't have anybody living in it. You know, it was like a Ponzi scheme thing with all these giant mm-hmm. apartments everywhere, you know, that nobody ever moved into. I think, uh, don't right. quote me on this, but I believe they were involved in that as well. So, mm-hmm. but, it does. You know, like it I said, does. they worked over with Australia. They own all of Australia's farmland, right, Bev? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might as well. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they basically aren't Australia, mate. This is me off. I hate going to Sydney. What's really bad about it is that Australia turned out to be such dickwads, you know? The way that they screwed over Trump. Uh, Australia and New Zealand was such a disappointment, you know, with the Five Eyes and how Australia and New Zealand teamed up with with Hillary and then turned on Trump and were caught talking behind him, including behind him. I know Bev was embarrassed when that happened, weren't you, Bev? Downey, remember that? Yeah, Alexander Downey. Because the Australian people love President Trump, and the ones I know were so upset at the way their government was acting, Mm -hmm. you know, like ass hats, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But the, the, even – I don't think the Australian ones are as bad as New Zealand. New Zealand's the worst. That tranny there, oh, my God. Hillary Clinton. Oh, she's tranny. right. Oh she's my God. Hillary lover. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's she was, Hillary's, mate. Uh, her mentor. Hillary was her mentor. She's sitting there, I did. Mm-hmm. And I mean – She's a man. Baby, she's a man. <laughs> Supposed to be on it, mate. Who knows? Who well, you seen all the pictures where it looks like she has a dong. You're the one that showed them to me. Remember in the dress? Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. are horrible. Those are as bad as uh, Michael's. You know? Yep. So I really believe that President you? Trump's going to come back. I really believe that this is all going to be exposed. I really, really, really believe that these. Deep state people that I believe that God wins, but I do believe that we gotta we all have to pray. And I even though people a lot of people don't understand Q and they believe stuff they've heard other people say, yes, there were weirdos that infiltrated our movement, but not everybody in the weirdos and that was raw information. 
And uh, one thing that Q always asks us to do, the only thing he really asks us to do is think for ourselves, do our own research, and pray, 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 and acknowledge yeah. that this is a spiritual yeah. war, that God wins. But that's what Q always asks us, and our president. Really, our president's never asked us for anything except for to pray. You know, And so I do believe this is a spiritual war. I do believe these are demons. I do believe Joe Biden is a demon. I do believe that the CCP is a demon. You know, But I do believe that uh, President Trump does have a plan. I do believe that he is still in charge of Space Force. I do believe that this whole election was a giant sting. I really believe that because I do believe it was a blockchain. I honestly believe because of uh, Pazinic. Oh, we all know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do we all know that because. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing oh, that is, too, is that. Everything is being exposed. I mean, that's. I mean, I've seen everything getting exposed. But what's going to be done about it? I mean, really. I mean, are they going to be arrested or going to be military tribunals? I mean, because the corrupt's not going to arrest the corrupt. Well, you have to remember. You have to remember that they still have that two hundred and sixty-five thousand still indictments that was done under Sessions. Mm-hmm. They're still sitting there. Mm-hmm. So just now, Durham's just now starting to come out with opening some of those sealed indictments. So, and then uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's that guy's name? Cash? Uh, is his name Cash Patel or something like that? Some Cash Patel or Cash Patel? I remember in a key drop before it, it said Passing. that was a name to remember. And now he's out there talking about Durham and about how he believes there's going to be a lot more coming and a lot more big arrests. So. Mm-hmm. Patel, Cash Patel, yes. And that's so, why, and that's why we're having everything crash around us right now, around the world, because these guys are fighting dirty right now. They're fighting to stay alive. And that's well, they what we're seeing fighting. right that's now. That's the problem. They mm-hmm. always outfight us mm-hmm. because they're ruthless bastards who have no morals and will stop at nothing because they're satanic, evil bastards, and because we're good people, mm-hmm. and because we play by the rules, they keep beating us. <laughs> That's why. And it's like me. It's like we say on the show. Right. And it's like we say on the show, and I've told all the politicians, every politician I've talked to, you know, you got to use their ignorance against them. Play their game, but use their ignorance against them. But do it with class. And I've seen that happen. I mean, I've seen that with my friend Kim Bonini, who's over here running for governor against Rickham. And she, she's practically using her age. She's up there in the polls high right now. Message to, have you seen Donald Trump? Do you think he should step in? <laughs> but we're seeing all this happening. So Trump will be in. But I, I think it's going to take some time because all Sorry these 50 that. states have just requested for an audit. Just yesterday, requested for audits in all 50 states. And everything. And so, also, speaking of the audience and everything that's happening about Facebook going down, y'all, for all you people out there mm-hmm. watching and listening to this show, this show right now, read my lips, Helen Keller. The Facebook whistleblower is a hardcore Democratic crone, okay? That was all fake. She's a fraud. They set that up to come out there and say, they need to censor mm-hmm. more. So that way they can say, oh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we must have got hacked so they could take down all their little platforms and do a test run to see if they can take it offline because when they know mm-hmm. that, that they are – they know that the hunted, the hunters have now become the hunted, and they feel the pressure, mm-hmm. and they know eventually that they're going to have to delete that stuff to get 
rid of the evidence, you know. And so I think they are going to pull down a lot of their – try to pull down a bunch of their stuff. And that, but that, I think that's what that was, you know, when well, they put down basically. That was, that was the black hats doing the test run. Hello. Okay, hang on. Okay, I went ahead. I had to Joseph. I had to mute you because we. I couldn't. You couldn't hear him, could you, Bev? Was he cutting out on you too? No, I couldn't. No, I couldn't. I couldn't hear him either. Uh, Joseph, can you hang up and call back? Yeah, just hang up and call back, Joseph. So I don't know what happened, but I couldn't. Couldn't hear him or you or anything. No. So uh, that happens a lot, mate. though. No, it's uh, he's in New Mexico mate. and he's probably got them damn aliens flying around. <laughs> They're messing up their signal. <laughs> but that, yeah, he's he's always had really weird connections up in New Mexico. I don't know how many times a night he would literally get hacked and kicked off the show over and over. Of course, in Resistance Radio, we had a huge audience. Uh, we estimated about 180,000 listeners at a time worldwide, which that's how we originally met you, wasn't it, Bev, through the radio? Or yeah, did I already know you yeah, on Facebook? Yeah. I can't re- remember if I met yeah. you on Facebook first or if I met you on… And then Where's Joseph? Radio. Why didn't you call back? He's called Walkabout. It's taking him forever. <laughs> we should call him. Harass him. Oh, wait, here he is. Here he is. Okay. Let me see if he's working now. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, now you're better. Hey. That's horrible. I just had to hang up on you. I was like, no. Welcome back. <laughs> here he goes. This is really I, 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 bad, I was in a bad spot. <laughs> That's your ringtone, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Go play the little violin. <laughs> Wait, one more time. One more time. Uh, Godfather. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. I like that one. But I what like I was saying earlier is that. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, what I was saying earlier is that. Right, but I believe Trump is coming back, but it's not going to be. Probably, it's going to be probably. I'm going to say around January, February, you might get him back because the way things are going, and with 50 states calling the audit, because they did this yesterday, all 50 states are calling for forensic audits, and to declassify wow. these votes and stuff. So this is going to get him back in, but it's going to be a fight. That I believe. I believe what do you he think? is going to come back. What do you think about that, Bev? Oh, I think he's back. We need him. So, can I ask you a personal question? What's that, Mike? If can I ask you a personal question? It's kind of private, but you don't have to answer. Yeah. But uh, so, if Trump gets reinstalled, are they going to pay you back that thousand bucks that you lost on that bet? Oh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. Because you got screwed. <laughs> you know, I was really gonna chuck it Trump won the, the biggest landslide no, ever. I know. I know. What? Wow. And having all the wow. big shit stirred about 
buying, spending a thousand bucks supporting Trumpy. Well, the, I'll have that to ask last week to get me money back. That was easy money. I mean, it was a, it was freaking Joe Biden. You know, come on. You know what I mean? This is salvation, right? Crazy. That's yeah. crazy. I never thought that. But see, they they had to make him cheat. That's why they stung him. That's why Trump went on every rally. That's why Trump kept the base. Just that's why Trump worked and worked. I always wondered what motivated him to just be like Superman and never even sleep. You know, just go to so many rallies. He he had to have the he had to have the biggest voting turnout ever because he had to make them cheat so freaking big and so freaking huge and so freaking outlandish. You know what I'm saying? That it had to be this way. And you know. Uh-huh. She always said it had to be this way. I'm, this is the only way, you know. So we'll see. But yeah, yeah. what I say while ago is I made a funny uh, video about uh, it was a clip from some show, but uh, it's supposed to be Donald Trump whenever they're trying to get him to leave the office. You know, to let, I guess to let Joe Biden be inaugurated. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and uh, and Trump saying, "I ain't leaving. I'm not leaving." You know, and he's kind oh, of that was, I, that was, uh, I'm gonna I play mean, it for y'all. I'll, I want to play it for y'all because I made right. it for three minutes, but it's funny, okay? You want to hear it, Bev? Yeah, I know which one you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play it because this is so serious about the world ending in China. I want to play something to make us laugh, okay? So this is Donald Trump whenever uh, uh, they're wanting to leave the president's office. <laughs> this is so funny. They call us deplorable. Hi, and welcome to Wolfpack Radio. This is your host, Hurricane Ann, and I'm so happy to have you tune in with me tonight for this special episode titled Panic, Democrat Rat Scurrying. And tonight I'll be featuring two of my friends, Gunny and Victoria. But before we continue, please take a moment to note that this Episode is listed as rated R. There may be. Ex- hey, sorry about sorry about that, y'all. But I'm gonna keep playing it because it's fixing to come on. But I just had like a minute on there that I don't know how to separate it, so I'm gonna keep playing it because it's fixing to come on. Okay, hang on one second. All right. Oh, I hope it didn't, it's gonna start over. Damn it! How do I fast forward it? The music. Can you fast forward it on the studio? Can't, can't. No, <laughs> uh-uh. I tried to figure that out. The There's no way. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing how I can. It's going to just keep playing the same thing, I guess. Uh, let me see what yeah. they had. That was so funny. Thanks, yeah. Gummit. <laughs> I know which one you are because I got it on my show. That, that, I played that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I uh, actually hacked your account and went in there and downloaded it in your studio yeah. for you as a present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but what I was saying too before uh, I hit that bad spot is that I think once the OnStar gets on gets uh, fully operational, from what I am reading about that, everything's going to be revealed to the public. Everything, I mean, from the internet, everything, and and stuff. And I think once that comes online, everybody's going to be shocked, you know, because what's really going on with that well, and everything, and too. Go ahead. Well, the, the only way it's ever going to happen is if Trump 
does like they said and does over the emergency broadcast and kind of takes control of the airways to, to actually let the American public know exactly what's really going on. Otherwise, the media is just going to keep hiding it with propaganda. But it's like, Beth, did you even know that they did an investigation and now they found out that that the Patriots didn't do anything wrong on January 6th. There was no insurrection, uh-huh. that it was Antifa and, and, and the workers. Did you know that? Nobody knows that, right? They're still talking oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. No, hardly nobody knows I about it, right? Exactly, yeah. because they're still reporting it was a damn insurrection, right? Freaking propaganda. Yeah, right. I'm sorry to catch it. Oh. <laughs> Well, it was, it was FBI agents that were involved with that, just like with Wittenberg. The FBI, we said that, we called that on the show. When that first came out, the creature was, Hughes was like, you're calling it too early, William. I go, no, I, I see exactly what's going on. Those are FBI agents. And sure enough, when that report came out, it was FBI agents that, that staged the whole thing, even with the insurrection. That was all staged. Well, why is that Every like day. national news? I haven't seen anything about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, there's a lot that's coming out of that. Well, there's no court My good friend, you know, like they said, no mm-hmm. weapons, no insurrection. What it was was it was damn coordinated, Nancy Pelosi. But now I do have some intel. I do have some intel from uh, McInerney, McInerney. We see the Do remember them? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, he's retired now. But uh, he, I think it was Lieutenant. I want to say it was Lieutenant. It was pretty sure Lieutenant. Well, anyways, uh, he was in an interview in the, actually in the, yeah, Lieutenant General McInerney. And he was saying that during that January 6th thing that there was actually two ops going on. One was the Pelosi and she were, they were in on it with all their, Police that they had, you know, told them what to do and let people in, and it was Antifa dressed up like Trump supporters, you know, to set us up, right? But there was another one mm-hmm. going on that had white hats, which was the good guys that went in and grabbed Nancy Pelosi's laptop, and that the white hats and, mm-hmm. and Lieutenant General McInerney actually said that the white hats had Nancy Pelosi's laptop. Mm-hmm. I think that's very credible. That's a credible source right there, in my opinion. Okay, mm-hmm. very credible. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think that's uh, very interesting. So, and now they find out. Oh yeah, Peters didn't do anything wrong, you know. So yeah, it's all going to come to light. Exactly. And what I'd really like to find out is is what's really been going on with uh, Beijing Joe because I, I don't mean to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but like, dude, seriously, that's not the same guy that was in the Senate for years, I and mean, they have yeah. different faces. <laughs> it's totally not even the same guy. Well, they use, they use it. Right. He's got and so I'll say the same thing. What, I Beverly? think they're actors. They're actors. No, I said. Basically, you know. Yeah, I said Beverly. I was trying to hear Beverly. What would you say, Beverly? Of course it's not, Joe. You only have to look at that. You know that. Look at the evil eyes on him. Not that Joe's not evil, but. No. The ears are different. The eyes are different. The, the, the jaw. The jaw is completely different. It's just the nose. But you can get a nose job or a mm-hmm. facelift, but you're not going to change all that structure. It's totally – and I had a clip the other day that had all these different clips in his life of different times that he had racist comments. 
And so some of these were 30 years mm-hmm. old, you know, and some of them back to back with modern ones from just, you know, a few months ago, right? Back to back. And it was so obvious when they were mm-hmm. compared to each other like that, you know, it was so obvious. I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, how can not everybody in the world see this, you know? Seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, what does it hurt to do critical thinking? Look at it. And right, and if you notice too, whenever they do a sitting with him in the White House, he's not actually in the White House. He's on he's on a movie set. Yeah, it looks that. like he's in a movie set. Mhm. In fact, when they was doing yeah, the vaccine does. gimmick this week, that was in an on a movie set. Why is that? You're right. Well, she always said you're watching a movie. <laughs> right. So, because you know, that's what they've but, been doing uh, for so long. The only difference now, Joseph, is they're just not trying to hide it like they used to because they no longer care. They're going to get us killed. They're going to have their population depopulation with these vaccines. And that's what Joe Biden meant by mm-hmm. dark winter. I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of people just falling off and dying because of these vaccines, okay? And I really think yeah. they're dangerous. I really do. And I'm not an anti vaxxer. Uh, I usually get my flu shot. I mean, I always tell people like, "Oh my God, I hope my Facebook friends don't find out that I got the flu shot." But like a couple of years ago, my, my niece wouldn't let me see my new little niece, my great niece, unless I had the flu mm-hmm. shot. So I wouldn't got the flu shot. But my husband, he goes to the doctor. But I really, I'm, I'm not as big an anti vaxxer as my friends are. But with this jab, right. I do feel like it's devious. I feel like it has to do with like the Georgia Guidestones and population, population, global depopulation. For the has and the has not, you know, it's very obvious. Well, look at all the look at all the blackhawks and all the deaths. That's, I mean, I've lost, oh my gosh, and I've lost about eight friends already that took the shot, the first shot. They're dead. Bev, Bev, are y'all losing anybody who yeah. had the shot? Sorry. Are y'all seeing people die that's had the vaccine? Yeah, I know a couple of people that have died from it. And had it. And do you, do you remember my best friend, Christina? Hang on a second, Joseph. Hang on. Yeah. What were you saying about your mom, Bev? Mom's had hers. I'm the, the only one in the family. I'm the only one in the family that hasn't. I think I knew that your mom got the vaccine, but I forgot. Yeah, I'm not surprised your brothers did. They're so... Well, see, liberals in Australia yeah, are the yeah, good guys. The liberals here are the bad guys. Liberals, liberals in Australia are the bad are the good guys. Liberals here are the bad guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what's the opposite of liberals there? The bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, labor. What are they called? Labor and the green. The labor. Labor and the green. Labor party. Yeah. So like, so like your family's like labor party, like your brothers and sister, or are they green? Well, I thought though, I thought Mum was liberal, but obviously she's Labour. But she can't get in to see my brother at the nursing home if she doesn't have it. So that's you know whatever your mother is, she's a saint. She's a saint. She is a blessed that lady. Yeah. She's the closest thing to Virgin Mary there is, and they ever lived. This sweet, beautiful, lovely patriot lady. She's amazing. And if she has to, I let Poppy get the jab because, like you. He'd been in that nursing home for two years, and he wanted to get the hell out. You know what I mean? And I was like, he's already in his 80s. Yeah. And Poppy, what do you want to do? And he wanted to go to Lodge. 
So that's the only way. So he took him, you know. So, I mean, it's everybody's yeah. choice. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just worried because I'm seeing some people have side effects, you know. And I personally know a few of them. I talked to a girl at the nursing home. He told me that her brother was fine. He got the jab, and he died, and her same thing with her cousin. So, well, let me uh, mute myself yeah. and put Joseph back on. But for some reason, oh, I don't guess he can hear, and you and him keep talking on each other. He's talking over you really bad. So I don't I, – there must be a lag or something because uh, he normally doesn't do that. So I think he's lagging a little bit. So just bear with it. <laughs> I'm going to put Joseph back on. Hang on. Got to pull the button. There it is. I suck at the studio. Joseph always made the studio look so easy. And I just always <laughs> had to go on the show and he did all the work, you know. And then I had to start right, the studio. Right. And it was really complicated, you know. But thank God tonight that the switchboards weren't just blowing up. I hate it when there's like a million calls on there. It's so stressful. I find that so stressful, especially when they cuss us. And right. <laughs> we had some weirdos, right? You're right. Yeah. Oh, what about we had that one from the future to call in, remember? <laughs> so we had some good ones. But what I was gonna tell you, you remember my best friend Christina? Yeah. Of course. And you remember and her new husband John, well he just got out of the hospital last week and he just got his first dose with the with the Pfizer shot. He ended up with blood pots in his lungs. He's only 33 years old. And my 16-year-old nephew, he's got, he, oh no, 18-year-old nephew, who got the first dose of the Pfizer shot, was violently ill just a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah, my wow. old neighbor died you know, about, my old mm-hmm. neighbor where I used to live, he died about, I think it was about four or five weeks after. Another bloke I went to school with, he had his first dose, and within two weeks, he was dead. Oh, my gosh. No. I've been losing a lot of friends. I know I upset people when I say COVID is fake or, you know, that I don't think it's real. I know people die, and they say that they died from COVID, but I just really feel like they've manipulated the numbers, and I feel like maybe what they actually might have died from is the flu or flu complications for something they already mm-hmm. had, and I know that they're putting COVID yeah. in a lot of deaths. Like my uncle, who was very sick for a long time, he kept going in the hospital for congestive heart failure and COPD, and then they then when he died, they said he died uh, with COVID, uh, you know, complications. I just didn't really believe it, you know, to be honest with you. I just don't. And they said mm-hmm. I had COVID twice, and the second time I didn't have no freaking COVID. I don't even think I had it the first time because I think I'd already had it before that and didn't get tested. Because right. the first time I they said I had it, I only had like the flu. I had like a cold, a cold right? And the second yeah. time they said I had it, mm-hmm. I wasn't sick at all. So I know I just have antibodies, so they're liars, you know? But I know they're going to get the vaccine to go see Poppy because I go to the nursing home, right? I believe. And pretty soon she's like Bev's mom. Like mom. Yeah, they're yeah, going to end up making me, aren't they? The flu, A, A and B. Influenza A and B, that's all it is, I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, I had, I had a virus when it very first first came out, and it was a death experience, but I survived it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's real. It's real, See, because they, even the they're having numbers to, like the NCID. They're having to redo all the tests so that the new tests show a difference between COVID and the flu because the, they admit now 
that the tests have not showed the difference between COVID and the flu, and the new tests mm-hmm. are going to do that. That's why they're rushing to get everybody vaccinated. They want to get everybody vaccinated as soon as they can before these new tests come out that actually show the flu and show the COVID. And, you know what I'm saying? But how mm-hmm. – it's so stupid. This is so stupid. How can anyone that's vaccinated blame an unvaxxed person for them getting COVID? Aren't they – I'm sorry. If you're listening to the show, you are – Mentally challenged. If you believe that you <laughs> caught COVID from an unvaxxed person and you're back and you believe that your vaccine protects you, but you get COVID. And if you get COVID, you can give COVID. And if you don't believe that, mm-hmm. if you don't believe that unvaxxed people are the problem, then you're freaking retarded, okay? Censor me. I don't mm-hmm. care. Amen. It's true. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Dang it. Dang it, baby. Preach it. What do you say, Bev? Yeah, I hear you. I mean, Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm at a loss. I don't know what to believe these days. They're stupid, right? Do you agree? Oh, shit, yeah. They're the bloody carriers, mate. They're the super spreaders with their spike protein. Well, here's the thing with what Anna's saying and, and everything is that the vaccinated are contaminated. They're the, they're very contaminated from what I was researching that I've done and everything with inside these vaccines, okay? It's a mutant for the Delta virus and these other viruses that's coming out. But, of course, they're going to blame the unvaccinated, you know, because our immune systems, we have natural immunity. Right, and you know, Joseph, I don't care if they're vaccinated because I don't feel like they're going to make me any sicker because I really believe that my natural immunity that I already have from having COVID and from being in the world, okay, and from, you know, I don't think they're going to make me any any sicker, uh, really, to be honest with you. I'm not afraid of vaccinated (laughs) and I'm not afraid of unvaccinated people, and I don't believe that masks work, and I don't like asshats. That try to control me with these fear tactics that have no logic whatsoever. Right. Okay. I, same here, and I get it all the time. I mean, you know, I'm around. My mom's vaccinated, you know, but the thing is, her. I can care less if you're vaccinated and everything, you know. And, and I'm unvaccinated. If we're still friends, that's all that matters. But if you're gonna throw scare tactics at me, you know, I'm I'm gonna look at you and laugh. You know, and there's that's my best friend Christina. Even my son's vaccinated. And you know, but the whole thing about it is, it's just the damn freaking flu and the cold that we've been having every damn year, every damn year. Three hundred eighty-four thousand oh, yeah. people died of the flu every freaking year, and oh, yeah. this whole damn thing is not even freaking yeah. real. And that's why are we having this conversation when we should be talking about these. People who are installed in, as president of the United States that we have been taking over essentially, like I said in 2000, all those years on your radio, our radio show, Joseph, when I said it was World War Three already, and people didn't know it because Barack Obama was mm-hmm. installed. You know, same well, thing. That's like when me and Russell, me and Russell talked about this a lot, and we said this ten years ago on the show. I mean, if you remember, me and Russell. Predicted all this was going. We just didn't know when it was going. They're going to use this against us and everything. But we were spot on. But this is all. Yes. Can I ask you a question? If you're, if, if, go can ahead. I ask you something? Your important. Head, so it's real important that you be honest, you okay? Because it's worldwide. Uh, hang on one second, babe. So, Joseph, tell me the truth. 
after all those years of me being your co-host, do you miss me bossing you around, correcting you, fixing your spelling, and being such a control freak because I have OCD <laughs> and I like to be perfect? Honestly, but, yes, uh, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, uh, I have yeah, missed you. I'm serious. Oh yeah, we were. Like, I mean, we were a great show. We were like pretty famous, right? About I, I figured about yeah. maybe 180,000 listeners, you know, worldwide. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. And I mean, look at that. And we, get, and we still have right. more than that, but <laughs> you know, but you know, we we've been spot on. I mean, since Virgil and Russell and there, we've been. We got a 98% accuracy rating on our show because we step by step everything we've done, you know. And even I know, with the yeah, things done on her show. But the, but the reason you missed me was because I was a progeny because I always see this stuff about two years before everybody else does. With LaVoy, with C.J. Grissom, yep. with everything, you know, with the China, with the Long mm-hmm. Beach, admitted true, you know, mm-hmm. even. Even uh, when I brought you Diamond before she was even famous, and like two weeks later she was famous, and and mm-hmm. now her dad's running for the wonderful yeah. governor of New York. And so because of that, because of that, I'm best friend. I'm best friends. I'm best friends with Derek Gibson and, and DJ is my brother now. I mean, we're very close because you. Because I know I would have never you even know, met them if it wasn't for me. <laughs> Right, right. I, I, I and, have a really good instinct. Oh, I got a really good instinct about this stuff, you know. I really do. I have a good. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I know it's the news, you know. And, and it's yeah, funny I because you know we've we've had we've had a lot of good times on the show and everything. And I do miss you, believe it or not. <laughs> but you know, it's just yeah, that well, over the know, years. I just, I just love y'all, but I don't get Virgil's humor. I love Virgil, and he's my friend. And you wouldn't even. Virgil was my friend. That's how you met Virgil, okay, because he was my friend, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But I just don't get his humor. Mm-hmm. So I just never did feel like we had the right dynamic on the air together because I don't get his humor. <laughs> I don't get my husband's humor. Either. Yeah, my husband's humor, I totally <laughs> right? don't get, you know. I hate all my husband's movies. Mm-hmm. I never laugh at his jokes. I'm always like, that's stupid. Why? Why are you laughing? <laughs> a lot of the things that he says I just find extremely offensive. I mean, I'm not a feminist per se, you know. Uh, because I think uh, the feminist movements are stupid and it has actually hurt our culture, you know. But uh, uh, that's my own personal views. But uh, I, I do find many, many, many things that he says highly offensive as a woman. Uh-huh. So I, I a lot of women. There's, there's a lot of women that do because I, I get a lot of complaints. <laughs> but, yeah. but but we are what we are because it's like I tell everybody on our shows is that. You know, I'm not going to change. Virgil's not going to change. Anne's not going to change. Russ is not going to change. Well, we are who we are. I don't to change because I love Virgil, and he was my friend mm-hmm. before you ever even met him. Even though I don't get his humor, mm-hmm. okay, and he says things that are very offensive to me at times, I still love him because I do still get his nature. And oh, we you know, He is my friend. <laughs> right. You know, but we just kind of tangle, and then I have to get a little break from him, you know, because I get a little hot. You know, it gets me a little hot. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> it's hard to get along. <laughs> you know, the tune after you know, but we can't. Even me and Virgil, we different. we tangle. Me and Virgil, we fight a lot, but you know, but it's like we're close friends. We we're very close friends and everything. But let somebody come between that and see what happens. Let somebody come between me and you and see what happens. 
you know. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, right. I mean, I, love, I do love Rick Owens. Like, yeah, I do, I do. And when he, he had a heart attack. I do. I love him like a brother. brother. You know? <laughs> and Russell yeah, as well. Good, I mean, he's Russell yeah. pretty close. Well, you know, Russell, I know y'all probably get jealous because Russell and I are so close, but he was my militia. <laughs> <laughs> He's my militia. Uh, so we, we train him, you know, so it's, it's really, that's a, you know, when you're training a militia, it's different, you know. It's a lot different because, you know. Right, like, well, you guys are. His gun's pointed at me. Well, you, you know? guys live. You got to trust him. You guys don't live far from each other, right? And you guys don't live far from each other, so of course. The wrestler's the only one I haven't met yet. I've met you and I've met Actually, we do kind of live yet. far. We live about four hours apart, but we travel. Like, uh, uh, I don't like to travel at all, but if it's militia, I'm down the road. Like Bev always says, oh, I'm <laughs> down the road, mate. How you say it, Bev? Say it. Say it, say it Bev. Right. Yeah, one more time. But, you know, we've had our good times and we've had our bad times. Stop but, interrupting, Joseph. But, I want know. to hear it. I miss it. Stop. Stop interrupting. <laughs> Say it one more time. Say it one more time because I miss it. Say it. Just have the ride, Mike. Oh, God, I love that. And then she would torture me for five or six hours in a, in a, a train or a little bit tiny car that she did in. I never had so much fun in my life as I did. Oh, I don't... Bev, and of course I don't like it when anybody drinks, because you know how I am, just OCD all the time, you know, <laughs> and Bev, I bought her a bottle of whiskey, and she went on the piss one night, oh my God, I was like so mad at night, I was kind of mean to Bev, because I'll tell you what, I'm, gonna tell you, I'm just going to tell the story, because everything is, we've been talking about is so depressing, so this is funny, so we went up to Newcastle from Sydney to go see um, my friend Jason and his wife Karen, so we were going up to Newcastle, which is absolutely beautiful, and uh, we had a little bitty rental car, which I swear to God, you couldn't even breathe. It was so freaking tiny, and we had the most amazing trip there, and we were singing and dancing, singing in the car and all these Australian things, all these videos. It was just wonderful, and then we finally got there, and I rented this badass suite. It was like a three-family suite, okay, with this sunken tub and an ocean view and all this stuff. It was supposed to be fabulous. We get there. There's nobody at the desk or nothing. You have to do everything by phone and by code, and there's like this little lockbox thing with your keys. It's all electronic. <laughs> I walk in. It's one little bitty tiny room with these little like third world country little cots, like three of them, and this little bitty tiny sink that was like the size of a laptop, and this little bitty tub that was like the size of like your printer at your house, like your little desktop printer that's real little, you know, like that. That's how big you can barely even stand in it. That was the big sunken tub, okay? Oh, my God, I was horrified. And so then... Bev, she says, ah, piss on it, mate. Let's have fun. And so if you peek through this one little bitty hole through this one blind, you could barely see the ocean like five miles away. I guess that was my ocean view. I was freaking livid at these Muslim people. Okay, I did finally see some of them, but they didn't speak English. They were all all wearing their uh, burkas, full burkas, you know, full burkas. Of course, the cops were walking around without any guns. That made me feel so safe, right? It was just horrible. That part was horrible. I didn't like that part. But uh, anyways, Ben's like, oh, I don't care. Enjoy it, mate. So she's drinking her whiskey and having fun. So I kind of got a little bit mad because she was having fun, and I was kind of like bitter about my room, you know. But she had a good time anyway, and then we had a great time. And then I finally relaxed. Yeah. Finally chilled out and got used to Australia and no guns and the cops and the burkas everywhere, you know. It was a pretty good time. But then we came back to Sydney, and then we took a, like a five-and-a-half-hour train ride down to Wagga. And Ben was drunk, and she was uh, hangover from the the, the the night before on the piss, and she was sleeping with her butt up in the air and her little 
cutoffs and her cowboy boots, and I took a whole bunch of pictures of her butt, and I memed it and put it all in the Y'all know how famous I was back then, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I had, like, so many people that followed me, right? So I just went everywhere, went everywhere. It was, like, before I was real shadow banned. <laughs> so I was like, about it, but I was, like, I was, like, Bev's arse, A-R-S-E. <laughs> oh, and then I posted all her resting bitch face. I mean, hey, all the pictures I took of her. just came on the wire. You just came on the wire. This just came on the wire. Frito Lay company just went on strike just now. <laughs> we had so much fun there. Beth had all of her friends loved Trumpy. People were coming up off the street that didn't even know us and saying, "Hey, can I take a picture uh, in your Trump hat?" And I'm like, "Sure." And they're like, "Trumpy, go Trumpy!" And then I brought all these QAnon shirts and and a QAnon hats and. Trump hats and oh my god, mega hats yeah. and all my friends wanted them and everybody posed them and took pictures of them and just random people were like, I ended up being really good friends with Ross. Remember that guy that owns the store in Leeton that owned that one store and he goes, I would kill for that for that hat just to piss off, piss them people off, you know. Remember I took off my Trump hat and gave it to him, that Ross guy yeah. in Leeton Ross that owns the store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they think because you're a socialist that you're, I mean, that you're country socialist, that you're all socialist, but you're not all socialist. You just had, you were installed. You, all these people were installed, you know, same as what's happening to us now, yeah. you know? Yeah. The, yeah. the people I met, you're going you. into winter now, too. Your cases will go up. Oh shit! We're starting to get it nice and warm here now. We're in spring. October, yes, you are. Um. <laughs> yeah, don't wow. let it's probably still cold as hell. Don't let it, Australia has bipolar <laughs> weather because I went in the summer, which was November, the whole month of November, and it held while we were there. And all I brought was summer clothes. Sounds like New Mexico a couple of little <laughs> Winter clothes I had. Yeah, it was crazy. It was yeah, beautiful, crazy. though. I want to do a Bloody show one time and put some pictures. Hey, let's do a um, let's do a live YouTube soon because I have I have the program. We could do a live YouTube video where y'all could all be live on it, and we're gonna put some pictures up. I w- we ought to do one on that flat Earth because you know I'm a round Earth person, but when I was in Australia, I kind of was like I don't know maybe flat Earth is real because. I took some pictures and saw some things in Australia that really made me question whether the earth was round or not. It was the creepiest crap I ever saw in my life. And it, when you see these pictures, they're going to blow your mind. But it literally looked like the sun just dropped right there on the edge. It was so crazy. When we were camping in the outback, Bev. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that was different. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was it's crazy. We were in the Outback, uh, Joseph, and it's like the minute that it turned dark, the minute that it turned dark, you better be in your tent and have every bit of it, which is Bev's setup is badass. So there's like 6,000 zippers, you know, <laughs> but you had to have every single one of those windows, zippers, and doors zipped, and there's a lot because it's badass. It's like a mansion, okay? It's like a mansion, tent mansion, okay? It's it's like it's so badass. I can't even tell you like something like the sheiks would have or something. And it's, <laughs> it's, serious, and it's like badass. <laughs> yeah, it's badass. You know, all I have is a tarp. You know, just a little bitty tarp and a little tent. 
Ben's got my my bunk that she had me. It was two story tent. It was two story hey. tent, and it had like a kitchen and a dining room and an upstairs bed. I mean, <laughs> this is a bad. The Australians camp badass. All right, I'm telling you, it's 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 the shit. All right, but it's scary because the minute oh. that it turns dark, the wind cha- was changing. And it was blowing so hard, it felt like a something was going to blow us over. You know, it was like just crazy. I, I'd never seen anything like it. The minute it turned dark, it just changed. It was so terrifying, and I just it was really freaky. And then and then I heard something, and I opened up one of my little little uh, window things and unzipped it, and there was this creature climbing down the tree. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it was. It looked at me. I looked at it. I was like, oh, he was a biped. Uh, what do you call it? Not bipedal, bipedal two. So he's walking on four, you know, going down on four. So God only knows. Ugh. <laughs> crazy and then she wouldn't she had to paint the roof. Big tough, big tough hair came and she wouldn't want didn't want to shoot a kangaroo. <laughs> no, because uh, you know I'm from Te- I'm from well, let me explain this. So I'm from Texas and I take a lot of pride and when I kill, I am Indian. Even though my DNA doesn't really say I'm Indian, but uh, I do have Indian blood in me. But whenever I hunt, I take it very seriously when I kill. And so when I kill animals, I only kill to protect myself or to eat it. All right. And so these particular kangaroos were not a threat. They weren't in the drought-ridden place where the farmers were begging. They were on a fucking golf. They were right beside the golf, and they were just sitting there looking at us. And then I asked these like, "Are you are we going to eat them? No. We're going to use the telescope. No. You know, well, it's not like they're the rodents like they are." 200 miles from there where the drought was so bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, these yeah. these particular kangaroos were actually right beside a freaking golf course, okay? You know what I mean? So I just couldn't do it because there was no sport in it. I was just sitting there looking at them. They were looking at me. And I'm like, no. When we hunt hogs, me and Ricky Ray, we go stalk those bastards on the ground. We don't even need a stand. But we take our AR and we go hunt these hogs. We're up front and personal. We like the adrenaline, you know? So... You know, if I'm going to hunt, I want to really hunt an animal. That's just killing him. Now, if you need to kill him, like, for that drought with that, these people were having to take – it was the worst yeah. drought in Australian history, and they were having to take those cows from way the hell in the middle of Australia and drive them all the way to these big cities so that they could get water and stuff in these cities for their cows. And the little bit of grass or a little bit of water they had, the kangaroos were like rats there, and they were taking all the water and all the food so that the cows couldn't hardly survive. So they were begging people to come kill them. But that wasn't the situation yeah. that we were at, you know. But if we would have been in that situation, yeah. I'd have killed him dead, you know. I would have killed him dead, but we weren't. So it's just a cruise. Texas thing. It's a Texas thing, you know. It's a redneck thing. Yeah, we got pride. <laughs> but I appreciate you setting up the. Yeah, no, they were pissed. That was really. We cool. wiped in a lot of water. Oh. Waste. Yeah, it looks like Joseph got off. We wiped in a lot of water waste. Yes, we got a little so bit of off topic. A lot of no, just, I said that we've opened a lot of waterways, so hence there's a lot of kangaroos and we shoot them. Well, we went to that one waterway where it was all sand everywhere and it was so beautiful. Where was that? Uh, about 15, 20 miles from the campsite. And it was real, real, real sandy. No, yeah, it's when right. I had my meltdown because I couldn't get a tower to listen to QAnon, and I had a meltdown, if you remember. Because yeah. <laughs> me and I, like to, we yeah. had been what, about a week without internet, and we were just losing our shit, right? <laughs> and I'm supposed to be a survivalist, right? I'm supposed to be a survivalist, a badass survivalist. After a week in the outback, I was cracking, wasn't I, Bev? 
No. I was like, I don't know what President Trump is doing. What is what is Q posting? Oh my God, I can't stand it. I wonder if Durham has issued out the sealed indictment. Nope, still freaking waiting. Still waiting. <laughs> that shit. Still waiting. Hey. Nothing happened. I never saw this. Uh, Sorry, I'm. I never saw this COVID like this. I never saw this. Uh, well, I guess we always said they were going to do this, but I guess I just never really. I don't know. Saw how didn't people think were so willing to give up their rights, you know, with this COVID shit. Yeah, well, Ian, Ian's had his. Ian did. Ian has. Oh, I hope he's not sick. He did get the vaccine. Yeah, he did. He's had both. I hope he's okay. Yeah, my yeah, son-in-law. So my, I think my son-in-law has got it. You know, he's a, a police officer. I'm so proud of him. And uh, yeah. that man is going to do whatever he has to do to take care of my daughter and my grandchildren. If he had to get that shot, I know him. He's going to he's gonna do what he has to do to take care of his family and keep his job. You know, he's worked so hard. He's like, yeah. you know, work his way up, up the ladder there, you know. And he, he's an important a very important person, you know, at, at his job. So this guy's huge. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he's like a beast. I mean, he's like he's like the Hulk, all right. Like he's a badass. My son was actually a badass. You know, he's a real alpha. He's we clash a lot because we clash a lot because we're both real alpha personalities. But he's he's I love him. He's a badass, and he got the back. So I'll be praying for him for sure. And then my other son in law is a doctor, so I bet they're going to end up making him. So far, they haven't. And then my other kids in healthcare. So hopefully, my daughter-in-law, my beautiful, beautiful daughter-in-law, got the back. And now they're talking about wanting to have another baby. That baby Stephen have a sister or something. But I've heard this. You know, oh, some people are worried they're going to be have sterilization problems from the backs. Yeah, I've heard this discussion where people are concerned about that. You know, I don't know enough facts. To really have an educated conversation about it, but I know that it is something that people have been discussing as a concern that there might be some sterility issues, you know, from the vaccination. That's scary. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then you know they have a bill. They just passed. Uh, they're trying to get a bill passed in America for three child limit. Can you believe this crap? Like China, yeah. right? <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, crazy train. You think it's the end of the hey, world, Ben? Okay. You think it's well, the end of the world? Right? Very much so. Very much so. Uh, so you do you think it's the end of the world? Huh? Yeah. It's leading to it. <laughs> it feels like the end of the world, but you I don't think it's the end of the world. I, you I really, really, really believe that Trump's going to come in and save the world. <laughs> I really do because I think that God anointed him, and God, you know, I just – I know – I've always known that God beats the devil, but I just hope we don't – I hope we're not doing that three and a half years of tribulation bullshit first, you know? Yeah. Oh, that would be horrible. Yeah, bring on the rapture. Jeez. Bring uh, on I, the rapture. I don't know that I'd go to heaven. I hope I would go to heaven. I believe in Jesus, but I'm such a hateful person, you know. I mean, I love people, and I love, no, and I love my country. And, but, you know, people piss me off, and I hold a grudge, so I don't know, you know. Hopefully, yeah. I don't go to church like I should. But it's not my fault you that they made us quit carrying guns in church. 
You don't need Where? to go to church to. You don't need to go to church to believe in God. But no. you know, as he said, I gather there it's with three of you. There's three. There I am. It does. I actually had that scripture in my she shed. I, I made a little uh, prayer closet in yeah. my she shed. You know, a little pr- uh, well, war room. I call it my war room. And I and it says where two or three are together, I'm in their midst. Right. That's right. So, yeah, that's why they don't you want don't us to get together. They don't want us to sing in California. Yeah. They don't want them to sing because <laughs> there's power singing to Jesus, singing to God. You know, yeah. power. Yeah. Yeah. If I can go to the public yeah. thing, uh, well, I'll tell you what, man, it does kind of feel like the end of the world, but I just got to keep hoping. And I know I'm just a blissful idiot probably to run around going, oh, Trump's going to come back and save the world. But I just have to believe that because uh, all the evidence that I've seen kind of points – doesn't point to Joe Biden's the president. Yeah. Something's not right with that situation. Hey, why, mate? I'm going to shoot off. After the, uh, hang on one second. After the after he did his installation or inauguration, whatever you want to call it, and they went to the White House. Did you know they couldn't get in the White House? They were locked out. Yeah. It was funny, All right? Yes, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They could not get in the White House. They were locked out. No one could find the key, and it was and it was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> they were in an area where they were walking to the White House, and they couldn't. They were locked out. They didn't have any access. And then uh, I don't know if you noticed, but on October first, they lit the whole White House up red. Remember how they always said yeah. red October, right? It's crazy. All yeah, right, Beth, yeah, thank yeah. you so much for uh, calling in, and hopefully we can do another show tomorrow night. So if you're about yeah. the same time, yeah, if you're know. available, okay. No, I'll probably wait tomorrow. I got craft with the girls. Okay. Well, as soon as you can, let me know, and we will definitely. Yeah, I can, Mike. I want to know what's yeah. going on with you. Jason. I miss you and I love you. And yeah, thank you so much, you. everybody, for tuning in. And uh, thanks, Jeff. And thank you for uh, my old co-host Joseph Bernard for coming in, even though I had to mute him because we had some technical problems a few times. So sorry about that, Joseph. But uh, thank you, Bev. Thank you, Joseph. And thank you for all of our listeners. And thank you for sharing this on social media. Uh, I guess out of this whole show, I hope that you understand that our world is in serious trouble right now, and we really need to pray and pray that these evil fucktards get put away and that we are victorious over them. This is a spiritual thing. I really believe I believe it's God and Jesus or, or the devil, so pray. <laughs>